The following podcast is a Dear Media production. After I gave birth, I was obviously excited to have champagne, but I also was excited to have Feel Free. <laughs> we had the founder on the podcast. I was trying Feel Free out for a couple months before I got pregnant. And basically it's this plant-based tonic, okay? It's like a kava-based tonic. And I would have a couple sips and go on like a walk with Weston or Michael and we would just brainstorm. And it gives you like this euphoric feel. The founder came on our podcast and raved about it. Everyone's raving about it. I personally, if you're just trying it out, would start with a couple sips, see how you feel. It is a plant-based tonic. Michael loves it. It does have kava and kratom in it. So just like anything else, you want to drink responsibly. You don't want to be doing it all the time. But if you do have it, it is an amazing feeling. It's euphoric. I sometimes take it to study, to focus. Sometimes I take it if I need to go and just relax and be introspective. It's really great to connect with a partner. It's really just a tool to make yourself feel good. Also, what I did when I was not drinking, I would go out and I would take a little bit of this and have no alcohol. So it's also a great alcohol replacement if you're going to consider cutting alcohol out of your life. Definitely go listen to the podcast with the founder. It's a good one and try it for yourself. Like I said, I think you'll like it. Start slow with like a sip, take a walk, get outside in nature, have some fun. So to check it out and get 40% off, it's one of our biggest offers. Go to botanictonics.com and use code SKINNY40. If you've already used that code and you want to re-up and try it for a second time, they were generous enough to give us a second code, which is SKINNY240. Enjoy. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. I never knew what was going to happen. I never thought this was going to be such a big thing in my life. And a lot of people like want this for their lives. I never thought I was going to be like an actress or a model or anything like that. And I know I'm very lucky and I'm very blessed and I, I always am going to be grateful for that. But obviously when me and Jax were going through our relationship troubles and he did what he did on national TV and embarrassed the hell out of me, that was the absolute worst. Fun fact about Michael Bostick. He loves Vanderpump Rules. I love a juicy show. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've told I, every time pe- the, the characters on these shows, I don't say characters, the, but the cast, the people come, that come on, I'm, I'm not shy about it. I say I watch the shows. I'm not a regular, like I don't wait around. I actually don't even want, know what night of the week it's on and stuff like that. But if it's on and you're watching it, I'm in, I'm zoned in. It's so good. Like if you haven't watched Vanderpump Rules, I'm jealous. Take a weekend Go get some popcorn, maybe some chocolate chips, a peak iced tea, sit on the couch and just binge watch it. Enjoy it, especially if you don't have kids. Just binge watch it for us because we can't get one minute of a TV show in. What's fun about this podcast is we have interviewed a lot of the Vanderpump Rules cast. Current and former. Yes, we've interviewed Lala. We've interviewed Randall, her ex. We've interviewed Stassi twice. We've interviewed Lisa Vanderpump at Villa Rose, or is it Villa Rosa? One or the other. We went to her house and interviewed her. We got to meet Ken. We got to meet the mini ponies. We've inter- Tom, we interviewed Katie. Tom, Katie. Love Tom and Katie. Sheena. Sheena. Brock. Brock. Oh my God. We've interviewed basically the whole cast. We're there, basically on the cast now. There's basically only two people that we haven't interviewed. Who? Brittany, which is this interview. Okay, we need, yeah, we got, so we can check her off. 
and Jax. Were we collecting these people? No, we have to we have to interview the whole cast. What about um uh the DJ? But the uh, no James Kennedy. James Kennedy. James. James sorry, James. James. I, you know, I know. I was having a mind blank. But James, I know James come Kennedy. Come on the podcast. Come on the podcast, please. And Ariana and Tom. Oh, Ariana's on Dear Media. Yeah, Ariana's on Dear Media and Tom and um. We got to interview them all. There's a lot of new cast. Okay. We're, we mostly know the old ones because we're old, but you know. Honestly, if you have not watched this show, though, it's so good. It's so good because they're actually really friends and there's so many twists and turns and dynamics. And Lisa Vanderpump is just iconic. It's a great show. I think it's on like season nine, which is so crazy. And I'm going to tell everybody now, since we've done all these interviews, who the absolute coolest and best grounded, most great person of all of them is, because it's really important. Actually, never mind. We're going to move on. I was going to go into it. I was going to get a lot of headlines going there, Lauren, you know? But they're all grounded. They've all been super cool. Today we have Brittany. And if you're a super fan, or if you're not a super fan, you know who Brittany Cartwright is. She is a Vanderpump Rule star. She's a mother. She's an entrepreneur. She also is a former Hooters waitress, which we talk about the tights from Hooters. Don't miss out on that. She's sweet as pie. She also has had a reality show with Jax called Vanderpump Rules, Brittany and Jax, Do Kentucky. And she is a Jenny Craig spokesperson. On this episode, she opens up about her journey with her weight. And I think it's really vulnerable and amazing. And it's cool to hear about how everything has gone with Jenny Craig. So in this episode, you're going to get all the things. But before we get into this, I want to say something to all the teachers, everyone who is a listener, who's a teacher. If you have a friend who's a teacher, you should listen to. I am doing clear the list for Amazon teachers on my Instagram stories right now. I featured four of my favorite skinny confidential teachers on my stories. Some really amazing teachers had messaged me. And so I posted them, but I want to post more teachers. So if you're a teacher and you need your list cleared, or you know, a teacher who needs their list cleared, let me know on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostick. And I'm going to pick a handful to share on stories. We want to help you as a community clear your lists on that note. Let's welcome the one, the only, a Kentucky girl living in a crazy, beautiful world. She's Cruz's mommy. She's married to Jax Taylor, and she has given us the Vanderpump Rules juice. Brittany, welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. I want to go back with you and talk about way before Vanderpump Rules. Okay. What was it like growing up in Kentucky as opposed to L.A.? Oh, it's completely different. 100% different. I mean, there's absolutely nothing the same. My mom was just here for three weeks, and she it took her like at least a week and a half to get adjusted to how we do things here and stuff. But, you know, I grew up on a 500-acre tobacco farm. So <laughs> during the summers, I was helping my papa plant the tobacco plants and stuff like that. He never smoked or drank a day in his life. But he, you know, Kentucky, it was one of our like biggest crops. So it was something that I worked on and did every single summer. And it was just fun. And my whole family lives next to each other, is close to each other. People wave at you just when you're driving down the road. Here, you can't even get somebody to let you out. <laughs> so it's it's just completely different. But it's a lot more fun here, I will say that. When you, now you have a baby, looking back at the way you grow up, like what are some values that you want to take from Kentucky and really teach your son? Well, I definitely, even though we're far away, I definitely want him to be close to family. That's very important to me. You know, like I said, my mom was just here for so long and 
it's just very important to be close to family. So we might eventually move back that way, whether it's Kentucky or Florida. Jax always talks about that. But we definitely want to be closer to family. And I think, like, working hard because, you know, everything is not just going to be given to you. So I want him to have chores. Maybe we'll get a chicken coop one day <laughs> so he can learn, you know, how to work and do things like that. So I think that's very important as well. Was your high school experience different than when you talked to, like, you know, maybe like Stassi or Katie about their high school experience or was it similar? I loved high school. <laughs> was it? But were you guys, are you guys like doing the same things that LA high school students do or is it like? It's well, Katie grew up in Utah and Stassi grew up in New Orleans. True, so, true, true. Okay. You know, we all had different experiences. My high school, I think, graduated with like 500 people. So it wasn't like huge, but it wasn't too small, but it was the only high school in town. So it's not like we had different high schools, but I loved it. I thought it was so fun. When you were in high school, did you want to move to L.A. or was this like later on? It was later on. Definitely like meeting Jax made me move to L.A. Of course, I talked about it whenever I was younger that I wanted to move out of Winchester. And I lived in Cincinnati for a while, which is like a big city compared to Winchester, Kentucky. So I lived there for like two years before with my ex-boyfriend for two years before I moved here. But I think meeting Jax just obviously that's the reason that I ultimately moved here. How did you guys meet? I don't even know if I know the story. Oh my gosh. So many people have like, you met in his DMs and this and that. I'm like, absolutely not. That did not happen. We met in Las Vegas. Actually, today, May 6th, is the actual, actual date that we met each other. Happy anniversary. So, like we first met. My best friend, Kara, her birthday is May 5th. Sheena's birthday is May 7th. So Jax was in L uh, in Vegas meeting for Sheena and her birthday. I was in Vegas for Kara for her birthday. We happened to be in old Vegas at the same time. And he came up to me at the bar and asked for my number and stuff. Turns out he was on a date with another girl and came up to me. <laughs> Came up to me while she was in the bathroom. So, yeah. Hold on. So, you're like at the bar. You're like having drinks. Do you, at this point, do you even know what Vanderpump Rules is? I had never watched Vanderpump Rules before. I put that on everything. My I believe you. Kara, what you would say if you did? The show, the show was on at this point, though? It was on three seasons. I came okay. on on season four. My friend Kara, on the other hand, was a fan of Vanderpump Rules. And we saw Katie Maloney. So, we ended up meeting Katie first. Because Kara wanted me to take a picture of her and Katie together. Oh my God. So yeah, this is real. This is real life. So Katie and Kara take a picture together and Katie was just so nice to us. Was like, where are you guys from? Because Kara's from Winchester, has a really thick accent too. And it just like started a conversation with us. So we just ended up talking for a while and went to the bar together. And then Tom Schwartz came up and we were all taking shots together. And then Jax came up after that. When Jax comes up, like smooth move Jax, <laughs> do you automatically think that guy's hot or you just didn't even look at him? Oh, I thought he was really hot. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was hot. And I was honestly going through a breakup at the time. It was just like perfect timing for me because I wanted something to distract me from my ex-boyfriend. And he was like one of the first guys I gave my number to or anything. And I really didn't think that we would hang out after that or after I left Vegas at all. But we ended up hanging out every single day I was in Vegas. And then I went back home to Kentucky and every other week I started flying out to L.A. And then I think like two and a half months later, I moved here. <laughs> You, that was crazy. <laughs> you would never put you guys together as a fan of the show, like watching him before. But now that you guys are together, it makes all the sense in the world. Doesn't oh, yeah. it feel like that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, we balance each other out. Yeah. Because he's very like hard headed. Sometimes I'm very like, woo, unicorns and rainbows. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it, we kind of uh, balance each other out. 
at what point does he tell you, hey, like, one, I want to be with you. And two, I'm filming this show. Like, will you be on it? So like the first night we met, Jax was already getting jealous because there's this other guy in the bar. This is crazy. And he was on a date, like I said, with another girl. What was she doing? <laughs> she was like in the bathroom. And then she comes out and Jax is talking to me at the bar. And she's telling my friend Kara, like, he likes her, doesn't he? And it was like a first date thing for them. It wasn't anything serious. It's not like I snatched a boyfriend away. But he was, you know, saying like, she was saying, oh, my God, I think that he likes Britney, blah, blah, blah. And Kara's like, they just met, you know, trying to, like, ease it over. So then me and Kara go across to the bar, and we're playing, like, life-size Jenga. Another guy's coming up flirting with me, and Jax is texting me from across the bar being like, hey, hey, who's that? And I'm like, well, you literally just met me. While he's still on the date. <laughs> yeah. While, while he's still so, I got to talk to this guy at one point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. He, he loves telling that he was on another date. It's like his favorite part of the story. I don't know why. Because it's Jax, I guess. So when did you start to do the show? Was it something you dipped your toe in or was it like full-fledged contract ready? We're doing this three like 360 like obsessed. Oh, no. It was like I slowly came into it. They started showing me, I think, coming and visiting him. And then they showed me move here. But they probably didn't realize that this was going to last with Jax. You know, they probably thought I was just another girl that he was dating and they didn't know like what was going to happen with me. I started filming a little bit. I was so scared to talk. I mean, this romper reminds me of like my first romper that I wore with Lisa Vanderpump at the Sir interview. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about when she said I was uh, needed to put on trousers. It was just crazy. I was so nervous. I hardly spoke. I mean, it, I was just kind of following Jax's lead. And then after I moved down here, I was ended up getting on it a lot. And then the producers finally were like, okay. You've been on it a lot. Let's talk about a contract. And I was like, okay. I was so nervous. I didn't know what was happening. It was honestly a whirlwind and it was it was really fun. I'm well, glad a, I did it. A full culture shock because you didn't just move to LA. You moved to LA and were immediately on television on a popular show. So yeah. it's like a very fast transition into this city, especially coming from where you came. Oh, it was it was insane. It was very nerve wracking. It took me a while. And a lot of people don't realize like I moved in with Jackson, a studio apartment. So it was both of us. There was no air conditioning. There was no oh, closet Jesus. space. There was no, like, it was tiny, tiny. We lived there for like six months and then we've, you know, moved into different apartments since then. What's your family saying during all this? So like, what's, Brittany, what's going on? I mean, they're just kind of like, we support you, whatever you want to do. We love you. They obviously missed me and didn't really want me to move at the same time. They were like, you know, we just love you. And if you really like him, like see what happens, you know, but they're still worried, of course, the whole time. It was crazy. You worked at Hooters. Oh, yeah. Okay. Loved it. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with you about Hooters. Oh, gosh. When I was 18, I got a secret tip from a girl that worked at Hooters that the tights that the Hooter girls wear are like incredible tights. They oh, yes. Tighten the ass, tighten Tighten the vagina, tighten the ankles, tighten the, the legs. They are amazing. So it was like a secret, these tights. So I marched into Hooters. I remember the closest Hooters to us in San Diego was the was like Down by the stadium, far, right? Yeah, the stadium. Far. Right. So I drive all the way down and I go into Hooters. I don't know how I knew that. I knew exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like, it was right here. <laughs> uh and I walked in and to the front the girl at the front desk and I said, Hi, I want to buy the Hooters tights. It was Halloween coming up. I oh, wanted yeah. everything to look tight. And she goes, I don't know what you're talking about. What? She told, She acted like she didn't know. She, she was wearing the tights. She acted like she didn't know. She didn't sell them. Crazy. I went through so many hoops to get these damn Hooter tights. I finally got them. They really are the best tights. Oh, they're amazing. And they like make your legs look a little shiny too. Yes. 
So in Hooters in Lexington that I worked at, it was a vending machine in the back. So if you had a run in your tights or anything, you always had to buy a new pair of tights before you started your shift. Here in L.A., you had to go to like a little grocery store across the street. See, <laughs> that's how Kentucky's tights. different than L.A. Yeah. Kentucky's given, sharing the secrets. Yeah. L.A. is hiding it across the street. See? Exactly. Yeah. So you had to like go in. And I worked at the staple, the one across the street from Staples Center. So you're already like looking for parking and everything else. And then you're like, crap, I just put a run in my tights. I have to run across the street. It was a whole mess. Now, I like the vending machine in the back. Hooters <laughs> teeth, uh, Hooters teeth. Hooters <laughs> tights are are going to go up the stock, I feel like. <laughs> By the way, if you guys Google the Skinny Confidential Hooters tights, I did a blog post on it like oh, you did? six years ago about these tights. Be a That's line awesome. Of Hooters now. And you can buy them on Amazon now too. Oh, wow. Yeah, just fun fact. Okay. So, <laughs> so you get here. Are you still working at Hooters when you move here? Yes. So I transferred Hooters so that I still had a job whenever I moved here. Obviously, Lisa did not hire me at first, so I had to go through that. But the money is not the same. I thought whenever I moved to L.A. from Kentucky, I would be making bank here. It was not like that at all. So you only made money if there was like a concert or a game, a basketball game, hockey game, something like that. It was completely different because any other time there, there was absolutely nobody in there. And you're paying $25 for parking. A lot of the times I would go like negative like I would be like 25 down and not make it a cent if there was not a concert or something going on so Taylor Taylor you gotta go in different. for the wings you're you're not supporting your local hooters Let you me tell guys you they, I'm not kidding they have really good wings oh my god the best I love their food and honestly um the Staples Center now is closed down like everything all the hooters around here have closed down it makes me so sad oh Taylor you gotta go you gotta go to hooters Taylor what are you doing well, listen they say you go for the hooters you stay for the wings <laughs> it's good okay so what what is the differences and what maybe what did you notice were pros and cons of LA when you got here? What are things that you really loved and what are things that you were like, what is this culture shock? This is not okay. I really loved like how much there was to do. You know, there was something to do every single day. There's so much nightlife. There's so many restaurants. You know, I met a lot of really amazing people here and you would see cool people everywhere you went. I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. I hated that you had to pay for parking everywhere you went. Like, what the heck? You go to the grocery store and you have to pay for parking? Like, I was just, like, so shocked by that. It was awesome having cameras in my face and stuff because, you know, it's super cool. But at the same time, I was so nervous. And I get, like, a lot of anxiety about it. And it, like, builds up. And you're like, oh, my God, what did I say? What did I do? So... I think everything about moving to L.A. was just kind of a culture shock. And what about the cast? Was everyone nice to you right away? I feel like you got a pretty warm welcome from what I remember. Yeah, I mean, I I was lucky that I met Katie first because she already was like, uh, Jack, this girl's really sweet. I don't want you to ruin her. <laughs> like saying stuff like that to him. Katie's so uh, nice. Oh, I love Katie. I mean, I got to meet Sheena and her mom and dad early on, too. And I just felt like everybody was so nice to me from the get-go. I was actually really lucky. They were telling me not to move in with Jax. I will say that. They wanted me to move here, but they were like, do not move in with Jax. Do not move in with Jax. And of course, I was like, well, I'm moving in with Jax. <laughs> was that tough coming in with the reputation he had and kind of putting the like blockers on and, and, you know, just kind of figuring it out for yourself? Oh, yeah. Like I said, I didn't watch the show before I met him. So like my friends would kind of tell me what was going on and that watched the show and everything. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But at the same time, I wanted to See how he was with me and find out things about him for myself because that was very important. You can't judge everybody on everything in the past. You know, I was still going through a breakup and I was just like, you know what? Let's do it. You know, I was like, it was almost like we had a love it first sight kind of moment. And now seven years later, I've been in LA for seven years now, which is insane to me. 
That is insane. Yeah. I remember when you first came on the show, I feel like the fans like loved you right away. Like you I was very lucky. You were the fans. It's still even your community like rallies around you, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm very, very blessed. I never knew like what was going to happen. I never thought this was going to be such a big thing in my life. You know, it, and a lot of people like want this for their lives. I never thought I was going to be like an actress or a model or anything like that. And you know, I know I'm very lucky and I'm very blessed and I, I always am going to be grateful for that. You're very humble. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Which, I mean, like, honestly, thank it's you. very, very humble. It's very impressive. Well, thank you. So as Vanderpump goes on, what is the first moment where you're like, uh, I don't like this? Like, what was something that you like? Was it a fight? Was it someone was being mean to someone? Where was there something where you were like, oh, wait, I don't know if I signed up for this? I mean, there was many a times when people are fighting because I hate when people fight and I don't like to be like in the middle of it at all. So it's not I, I can't really think of like a first time. But obviously, when me and Jax were going through our relationship troubles and he did what he did, I can't even talk about it hardly. But whenever he did what he did on national TV and embarrassed the hell out of me, that was the absolute worst. What do you even do when that happens? I mean, I didn't know what I was going to do. I took off running and I went and got a hotel room and stayed away. Like, wouldn't answer production's phone calls, wouldn't answer anybody's phone calls. And everybody was like freaking out, like, where's Brittany? Where's Brittany? I just like took off and hid for a little bit. And then I like was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And I was like, okay, I'm here at this hotel. <laughs> you handled that whole thing with grace. And also your mom seemed like she was so supportive. You're so lucky that you have your mom. Oh yeah. My mom is the absolute best. Like she had to leave today because we had an unfortunate death in our, well, a close friend of our family passed away. So she, she ended up having to leave today early. She was going to stay through May, but I just miss her so much. She's the absolute best. So so was your mom super supportive with everything you were going through or was she like, leave his ass, he's done? She was super supportive. I mean, me and Jax did break up for like three months. And I like traveled around with Sheena because she was single too at the time. So we were like going to Atlanta. She came to Kentucky with me. I went to Vegas. I was like traveling all around doing whatever I wanted to do. Jax was calling me like 30 times a day, like <laughs> freaking out because I wasn't answering his phone calls. He didn't think that I would do that, I don't think. But I made him work for it. A lot of people don't know that, but I did. <laughs> you know what, too? I think, and tell, I could be so wrong with this, just like an outside perspective. It seems like he almost was like self-destructive in that moment. Like he he was so used to messing up in his last relationships that he almost was like testing limits to see what he could get away with and take it as far as he could. I almost, this is weird, think that from watching the show, this is a viewer, that your relationship needed that for him to get to the other side. Does that make sense? I mean, it does. And you're definitely right. He, and he would even say like he was doing it to himself. He was like, I was hating myself. I like I, I was doing this because I didn't want anybody to be too close to me and yeah. this and this and that. And as soon as he tried to break up with me on camera at the end, that's whenever I was like, bye, because I had already put up with so much crap. But he instantly was texting me, calling me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I think he, he, I don't know, he was just going through a lot at the time and he just needed to, like you said, get through it. And it was hard. It was really hard. But I'm proud of myself for sticking through it because I love him so freaking much. I really do. Now we have this amazing, beautiful little boy and we've been together for seven years now and we're married and we have this beautiful home. Like, we're super strong. And like, I don't know if we would have gotten this far because he always said he didn't want marriage or anything like that. I think he had to see how, what it was like to lose me, if that makes any sense. And I know that sounds crazy at times, but 
he had to see what it was like to lose me. You know, a lot of guys go through and they never get consequences. Yeah. Right. And then and so they just keep pushing the boundaries. Exactly. Right. I think like I have I, I will say this, I have two young sisters and I'm always like guys need the consequence. They need the boundary. Like they need to know what the limit is and mm-hmm. actually like have that limit enforced or else they kind of just they take advantage of it. Oh, of course. If I would have just stuck around and stayed there, he probably wouldn't have changed. You know what's iconic? Steve Madden. I'm not even joking you. I found the cutest slides on their site that everyone needs to go grab. They come in four different colors. I don't even know which one to lead you to because I literally ordered all four of them. They're the Dixie slides and they're kind of like puffy. They fit your feet perfect. They're true to size. So I got my exact size and they come in like a pink and a Kelly green and a nude and a black. You can't go wrong. It's like a natural nude and then a super black pigmented black. All four colors are amazing, but this slide is the perfect slide. And once you go to their site, you're going to see what I'm talking about. It's like an exaggerated puffy strap and just looks so chic on the foot. But most importantly, and this is so weird, it flatters my foot. I know that sounds weird, but I'm telling you, you have to go check out this specific slide. Steve Madden, your favorite footwear brand for over 30 years. You know it. They also have apparel now. Apparel like dresses, jackets, coats, tops, shirts, bottoms, jeans, all the things. I'm really obsessed with these shoes on the site, but I'm telling you, they have like bras, corsets, micro minis, mesh, all kinds of different things. I feel like they have just really evolved with the times. They have the cutest stuff and it's affordable too. So go check out the Dixie slides. You also get a discount. We worked out a code for you guys. Use code skinny at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. You are going to visit stevemadden.com and use code skinny 20 for 20% off your next purchase. Promo code excludes pre-order items. And I'm telling you, check out the Dixie slide. You can't go wrong. Pink, Kelly green, nude and black. You're going to be obsessed. You know me and you know, (laughs) I am serious as a heart attack about my morning routine. Like do not come between me and my mornings. I don't care if I have 600 kids, Michael Bostick, I will always have my morning routine. And something that has been in my morning routine for the last two years is peak tea. So I learned all about how tea bags have microplastics in them. It's like really gross. Like basically the bag, the tea bag melts in your hot water and gets all these microplastics in your tea. So I was on the lookout to find a tea that did not use one of those tea bags. And peak tea just took all of that stress, that tea bag stress out of my brain because their tea, it comes in a little skinny packet. You open it up, you pour it in your tea, and then you throw it away. I love this, but they have this specific tea that is my go-to. It's been my go-to forever. And I just feel like it helps me with digestion. And I looked it up and basically it's been used for centuries, this specific tea for digestion. So it makes sense that I feel like this. And that is the ginger digestion elixir. It is so legit. I like to wake up with it. I do a huge cup of it. Sometimes later in the afternoon, I'll put it in my water bottle with a bunch of ice and make like an iced tea. It's so good. I cannot say enough good things. They also have my favorite matcha. And again, it's the same thing. It doesn't have a tea bag. It just comes in a little packet. It's the best matcha ever. It's rich in chlorophyll. It's the sun goddess matcha. So I just like put together my favorites with peak tea because I, I love this company so much. You're going to head over to peaklife.com slash skinny. That's P-I-Q-U-E 
L-I-F-E.com slash skinny and use code skinny. You get 5% off your first order. Peak is also running a very special offer this month. From August 7th, get an exclusive pouch with premium samples with your purchase. Offer ends on August 18th. Don't miss out. Get an additional discount with code skinny. Conditions apply. I think that what you did was perfect. Go travel around. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you should push my boundary and see what. what Listen, I know. Do. I know the. I don't fuck around. I know. <laughs> I, I know the. I know the boundary. I, I know have a lot happen. of ideas pinned to my Pinterest board. <laughs> no, we like a little. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm speaking for men. We like a little bit of a structure. I yeah. mean, there is something to be said. Like we're probably all still like little boys inside waiting to be told like no right like probably all have mommy complexes i right? agree i agree i mean okay whatever <laughs> no it's true it's true though because i think if you just like i know how i am in my life if i know i can get away and just do whatever i want i like my whole life i just run rough rough shed you know i'm just like yeah doing whatever the hell i mean I there has to be a little bit of chase i feel like for guys 100 percent. what is that like going through everything you went through with a camera in your face that gives me anxiety for you oh it was a lot of anxiety i still have it to this day like if i like I, people will be like oh the episode are rerunning and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to relive it all the time. That's the worst part because you have the issue that happens while you're filming. Then you have to talk about it in interviews like months later, like the one-on-one camera interviews. And then like six months later, it gets aired to all the viewers. So you have to live through like those horrible times that many times. So that's like what is so crazy about reality TV that a lot of people don't understand and give people a lot of hard time. You know, it's so... I just feel bad for people whenever I, I understand kind of what it's like to like be on get, a reality show, if you know what I mean. You could get past something personally like yes. with Jax and then have to relive it. And then you have every, then it happens again and everyone's commenting on it and you're like, Oh yeah. And then you're mad again too. So uh-huh. like, I'm like, Jax, like you hear something that was said and it would bring up a fight all over again. And he'd be like, I'm not fighting about this all season. <laughs> I was like, you can't help it sometimes. You just get mad again. So it, it's tough. It can be tough. Not only do you have to, you get through it, it sounds like, then you also have to talk about it mm-hmm. with the producers. That's like another layer. And then it goes out for the judge and jury of the audience to decide. Exactly. After it comes out and it's out there, is it liberating or was the audience like attacking Jax? A lot of people were attacking Jax. A lot of people thought I was weak for staying with Jax and everything like that. So, you know, you have to deal with a lot of that stuff. It, it's hard. But there's also many amazing things. Like my engagement was on there. My wedding was on there. So those times are fun to relive and, and look back on as well. Jack said in an interview with Jackie Schimmel on the Bitch Bible that he, and I don't know when this happened on this timeline, that he switched from alcohol to smoking weed and it was like life-changing Life-changing, yeah. So was that something that helped like move you guys forward as a couple? Yeah, I mean, it, it really helped him calm down. So if he's ever like in his crazy, because he gets anxiety and stuff too, and he's like, you know, he'll put like a water bottle down and then, or I'll put a water bottle down and like two seconds later, he's like, has to move it like just like a couple inches over. Drives me nuts. Like just the littlest oh stuff like God, that. Oh my God, him and I would get along. <laughs> just little stuff like that where he's just like going through it. And then he'll be walking around like doing laps and stuff all around. And then I'll be like, we please go smoke a blunt, please. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I will. And then it just makes him like relax. Some people need it. And that's why it's, Medicinal. That's right. Yeah, medicinal. medicinal. Right? Yeah, I think it's great. So you guys get engaged on camera. I loved that scene. Did you know that was happening? And if you if you didn't know it was happening, how do they even like do that? So I didn't know that it was happening because 
it was going to be our first date night. So I wanted like the first date night since we had that horrible season, the season before. You know, the last episode was us breaking up and like being at, I think, pump or something. And I was like flicking him off and stuff. I think that was like our last episode. And then it was going to be our first date together. So I wanted to be cute. I had like hair and makeup done. And then we're in the Uber and it's taking like two hours to get to Malibu. <laughs> and Jax was being so weird and so short with me. And I thought, it was just because it was taking a long time to get to Malibu. So I honestly had uh, no idea what was going on. And then they had the limo take us home. And it's like 9 o'clock in L.A. So back home, it was like 12 o'clock. So nobody was answering my phone calls. And I was trying to tell them that I was engaged. It was crazy. And then you guys get married in Kentucky at th- this castle. <laughs> that looked First of all, that looked insane. Oh, my gosh. I've been dreaming of getting married at that castle since I was a little girl. It was it had burned down and everything like a couple years ago. I never knew if it was even going to be open and everything just happened to work out perfectly. It was bought by new owners. They made a bar. They made a restaurant, had 13 rooms. So I was able to rent it out for all my bridesmaids and groomsmen to stay the whole weekend. It like it was just perfect. It was exactly what I wanted. I kind of want to go to that castle. You should. What what was the castle? What is the castle? So I've heard this story. I don't know if it's 100% correct, but this is what I've heard. This guy was like traveling around and him and his wife loved to travel around to like castles in like London and all these different places. So he decided he was going to build her a castle, and which is amazing. Like build me a castle, Jax, please. <laughs> so he built her a castle. I think it got like halfway through and they divorced or they oh, separated. Christ. So then it was like only halfway built for a long time. Then another owner would buy it. And another owner would buy it. Another owner would buy it. Then it got burnt down. It was like so many different things that happened. So for it to all work out at the end of the day, it was always something that you would drive by and be like, this is amazing. I really wouldn't want to get married there one day. But I just didn't know if it was going to happen because of all the crap that went on there. And it turns out to be perfect. Was the wedding as seamless? It looked seamless on TV. Like it looked like you guys had a great wedding. Oh, yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. There wasn't like like any drama. I mean, there was drama between like Kristen and Katie and Saucy and them, but they try to keep me out of it as much as they could. I feel like that they didn't want to hurt my feelings or anything. So I feel like on the show, they're all protective of you. Yeah. That's I sweet. think so too. Yeah. yeah I think so too. I appreciate it. <laughs> Did you, Jax come around to the idea of having kids after you guys got married or was it something that you guys talked about before? I mean, he knew I wanted kids always. So that was never like a question. I've been very open that I wanted kids. He acted like he didn't want to get married or have kids or anything for a long time. But he knew I did. And, you know, at the end of the day, he proposed and he wanted to have a baby, too. So it just kind of happened naturally. I mean, we got married first. A year later, we ended up getting pregnant. So it was it was it just turned out to be perfect. And he didn't fight me on nothing. I mean, it was like. Let's go. I'm ovulating today. Let's go. So. He was supportive. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Your pregnancy. First of all, I'm so excited to talk to you about this selfishly because we were talking a little bit off air. What was that like? What was it like being pregnant with a bunch of your friends at the same time? Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome to have somebody to go to to ask questions to that was going through the same things like right before me, you know? Yeah. Lala was only like... Our actual due dates were only eight days apart. She ended up having Ocean a month before, but she we were literally only eight days apart. So she found a out month a- before. Fuck you, Lala. You <laughs> had a month. I didn't know that. Yeah, she came like a, a little like a month early, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my baby came two weeks after 40 weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
She was cooking. She didn't want to come out. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh no. Cruz was getting big. So they were like, well, you know, if, if he doesn't come out, we're going to have to induce you. So is that <laughs> what they do if the baby's big? Yeah. Because I wanted mm-hmm. to have a vaginal birth. But you can have a, you know, a C-section or anything as well. I don't know. <laughs> so they said because the baby's big, we. And because I was very anxious. Like I was like. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready because I was so big and I was so hurt. And <laughs> I know you're, you're, I was hurting so bad. So I know you're at that point right now, aren't you? It's, I'm so uncomfortable. But you look amazing. I swear you're like the cutest pregnant person ever. I'm, trust me, it's, <laughs> it's a, there's a lot going on. I mean, my face was huge. My nose was huge. My lips were huge. People were saying I had uh, lip injections while I was pregnant. I was like, are you joking? I'm literally pregnant and huge right now. Like, why would I get lip injections? What is it like being pregnant with a hit show with you got a new husband and all of these people weighing in on your pregnancy? Oh, it was hard on me because I'm already like a people pleaser as it is. And I when people say like negative things or anything like that, it really gets to me. So I have to like be cautious not to look at Instagram too much because I'm one of those people who will see a negative comment, even though there's so many more positive people and so many more amazing people out there. Sometimes you'll just read something and it'll stick with you. And I think the paparazzi was kind of like outside my door and stuff, like waiting to get like shots of me that were, you know, walking to my mailbox where I'm like, you know, and I it, it was just hard. I couldn't imagine being like Kim Papa, Kardashian or Papa something. Paparazzi would... waiting to get photos of you that like they're trying to get unflattering photos. I mean, I don't know if they were trying to get unflattering photos, but that's all I ever saw. <laughs> Then so. remind me is is when you guys stopped doing Vanderpump Rules during your pregnancy or before? Yeah, it was during. So you're going through all of that. Yes, ev- everything that went on with Stassi mm-hmm. and everything, and you're both pregnant at the same time, right? Yep, that's a lot. Oh yeah, it was a lot. I I was very uh, in my head. I will say I probably got a little de- bit depressed at times, but I just kept trying to focus on Cruz and. He was just amazing, just moving around in my belly. I could cry, honestly, <laughs> thinking about it. I I will say, though, during that time, like, I, I remember seeing, like, your Instagram and your community is so supportive. Oh, yeah, so you have supportive. a very, very engaged community. Like, yeah. thousands of comments from people supporting you. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's way more nice people. But for some reason, you see those mean comments and that's what you focus in on. And I think it just comes with the territory of being on reality TV or just having a large following in general. I'm sure you have to deal with some crap, too, sometimes. I think that it should be illegal to comment on a pregnant woman's body. <laughs> I think so, too. It's already enough. It's like the hormones, the yes. cankles, the swelling, the, like the, the leakage. Like, it's just like, yeah, it's like and then to have someone project their own insecurities onto you and your body, mm-hmm. it's, it's, well, it's a, it's a, a lot. A, it's a certain, I mean, I don't know about illegal, but it's a certain form of karma that you're inviting into your life yeah. to comment on people's bodies or pregnancies or whatever, right? I always, I always like look at it from that empathetic standpoint. It's like, how much of a broken person do you have to be to try to tear someone down that's going through one of the most beautiful moments of their life. Exactly. Right? That's like, what you I always say. You gotta be a pretty say. dark place to, to go there. Yes, you do. And a, a lot of times, like if I see somebody, it's a, a mom or something, commenting something terrible, I'll go to their page and I'll be like, 
uh, underneath a picture of their like daughter or son or whatever. Oh, your your child is so beautiful. I hope they never have to grow up to deal with a bully like you are. Good for you. And I'll get a lot of comments and a lot of DMs like, I'm so sorry that I said that and did that. I think a lot of people just need to wake up. Like, do you want somebody talking to your child like that? You're talking to me. They're going to see this and be like, my mom is an online bully. Like, are you proud of yourself for that? Come on. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, there's a, I, I look at it from an empathetic standpoint because I'm, I imagine like if you're that upset or that angry, we have to log into something online. You have to go to somebody you don't know. Exactly. You have to say something to try to hurt them. It's like, what is going on like in your you life? Like you thought about that. You yeah. didn't just do it like randomly. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> Take it, steps. It's um, like I said, it's you got to be in a pretty dark space in mm-hmm. life to go to that place. I think so too. I also noticed the people that comment are either, they either have no picture, which we all like, it's like, oh, yep. did you go to my high school and like used to have, <laughs> you know, like yeah. what what's that history? Oh or gosh. it's someone who has like live, laugh, love, God bless in their yep. bio. And they have, you're right. They have kids. Yeah. Or like mommy of three or grandmother of four or whatever. Yeah. It's a, almost every time. That? I know. Like Mimi, not my mom's called Mimi, so that's why I say that. But like, what are you doing? Side tangent, where's the beer cheese? Actually, my, my mamaw sells it still in, in Kentucky. She makes it all the time. We just kind of got little COVID happen, you know, COVID happened. It kind of put everything back and food is a whole nother level. But my grandmother still makes it and sells it all over Kentucky. What is in this beer cheese? I'm sorry, this is a tangent. I need to know. Real beer. So it's <laughs> cheese and beer. So yeah, and w- along with other ingredients and stuff, but it's all it's stale beer. That's the trick. I bet it's good. Though. It's not real. It's not like regular beer. You have to make it stale first and then put it in there. Can it be any kind of beer? Budweiser's the best. So you do Budweiser, you make it stale, and then can you pour it in any kind of cheese, or does it need to be a certain cheese? It's a certain cheese. What's the cheese? I don't know. My mamaw does but it. But is, <laughs> is it like cheddar cheese or is it like brie oh, cheese? It, it's kind of like a sharp cheddar. More okay. like a, if you're going to compare it to something, it would be like a sharp cheddar with like a hint of beer, but also like garlicky. Oh my God. It's so good. I should I should have her send me a bunch and send you some. Don't tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you're sounds... pregnant. You got to taste it. Queso, <laughs> queso is like my favorite thing oh, ever. Does it taste queso. like queso? Not at all. Not at all. No, it's more like a, a spread than like a runny cheese. Like ranch? No, like a spread. Like a spread. Like a, uh, like, a cheese board. Think of a little bit like hummus maybe. But okay. Yeah, like more like that. And can you put it on like chips or crackers or oh, whatever? Oh, yes. Awesome on like Lay's chips. Awesome on Ritz crackers. Are you hungry, awesome though? on yeah. celery or carrot sticks or anything. This beer cheese was a whole, this beer cheese was a character yeah. on Vanderpump <laughs> Rules, Michael. Like I'm telling you, it they was. talked about this beer cheese. Like, I know. I feel so bad that it hasn't came out yet, but that doesn't mean we're not going to do it. We're just got to find the right partners. You know, it takes a while to find the right people to work with. Do a beer cheese stuffed goat cheese ball, but call it a beer, a beer ball. A beer ball. <laughs> And sell it at Sir, and you guys sell it. <laughs> I feel like it would sell out. When you started talking about that, my mouth was watering. Oh my gosh, it's Are you so okay, good. Lauren? No, What's Michael, I'm hungry. She's pregnant. Yeah, she's yeah. Yeah. She's pregnant. <laughs> Michael looked at me the other day and he goes, What's wrong with you? Well, go, what, what is wrong with well, me? Are you having those pains whenever you sit down and like sit, stand up and it hurts so bad at the bottom? You can't. This is my thing with pregnancy. People are like, Well, just relax. It hurts to lay down. Yeah, exactly. So I like, had that same thing. It's and like, what do you do? I, I was a stomach sleeper. So having to sleep on my side, it was insane for me. Okay, this is one tip that has changed my life. So on Instagram, I saw this tip. So you, you know, you sleep on your side, you sleep on your right or left side. 
you have to sleep always on your left side because mm-hmm. that's the way the gut drains or something. I heard about, I heard that too. The doctor even told me that. Something about sleeping on the left side is healthier or better for the baby or something. It feels better on yeah. heartburn if you have like any kind of any kind of pains. Sleep on your left side. And also, I just think sleeping on your left side is better for you in general, not just pregnant. Yeah, it's something about your heart. I don't know. But I slept on my left side. I mean, I, mainly, if I did it to this day, I would probably be on my left side, too. But yeah, left side. It was hard. Still. So everyone's <laughs> left side's going to look older than their right side. <laughs> Get sleep on a silk pillowcase. Is that a thing? Yeah. I didn't know that. It works so good. It That's works why you so got to get Botox. <laughs> got to get Botox. I can't do anything right now. Well, of course. I can't get Botox. I can't go in the sauna. I can't do the ice bath. I can't do any of it. Well, people will still say you did. It's <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> if you look good in a photo, they're like, she's getting Botox or she's getting lips done. I'm like, what? Number one craving by far when I was pregnant hands down a piece of crunchy sourdough with dough's drip. Okay. Let me tell you about dough's drip. First of all, you've seen dough everywhere. It's these clean ingredient cookies that are good for you. It's made up with all these amazing ingredients and you can eat them raw or you can bake them into cookies in like seven minutes, but they also have this drip. Okay. This drip is like Nutella, but it's not full of shitty ingredients. Okay. The ingredients are no BS. I'm actually going to tell you the ingredients because they're so amazing. So it's got dry roasted hazelnuts, organic cane sugar, cocoa powder. Are you drooling? Aloe vera extract, sea salt, and vitamin C in this chocolate hazelnut spread. Okay. And what I would do when I was pregnant is I would put the spread on my sourdough and then I would sprinkle extra crunchy sea salt on top. I am telling you, this is going to be your new go-to dessert. The other night, Zaza and I split a piece of this in bed. She loves it. (laughs) She calls it cookie toast. So good. You got to try it. Try it on sourdough. I'm just telling you. They also have all different kinds of flavors of dough, which are so major. They have like a cinnamon roll one. They have a mint chocolate chunk one. They have birthday cake, chocolate chip. You should know that the mint chocolate chunk, the space brownie, and the cinnamon roll are available only online, but these flavors are limited edition and sell out so fast. So I would recommend you pounce on these ones. And lastly, you can get all the limited edition flavors on their website, but you can find other flavors like birthday cake and chocolate chip in target stores nationwide. They have an exclusive discount. They never do this 20% off and free shipping with code skinny at eatdo.com. That's spelled E A T D E U X.com promo code skinny for 20% off. And Mark September on your calendar because something pink and delicious is coming. You know what my thing is? It's habit stacking. (laughs) I love habit stacking and I habit stack with all kinds of things. Here's a little peek into my habit stacking routine. Today, I laid on my infrared PEMF mat with my red light face mask on to stimulate my collagen with my legs up on the wall while I was meditating with my headphones on. And you copied me on this. I was the one that invented doing this (laughs) on the PEMF mat. Okay. So PEMF mat, higher dose. You have to check out their PEMF mat. My dogs lay on it. My daughter lays on it. My husband lays on it. Basically what it is, is it's this game changing mat that comes in two sizes. It packs this certain powerful technology that's a heated infrared. So it's like 20 pounds of healing crystals, like amethysts. And it gives you, and I can't explain it until you try it, but like this relaxing, 
restorative experience that you feel within minutes. Here's how I know it works. I go on it and I'm already like obviously a hyper tense person, as you guys know, and I immediately calm down. Also, I've noticed when I go on it, our dogs go on it with me and sit there and they just kind of like melt into it and completely calm down. I'm sure they're much more in tune with their energy than I am. And our children or our child Zaza, she comes on and like literally lays on it and just passes out. So whatever that thing's doing, it's magical. They also have an infrared sauna blanket. You've seen it all over Instagram. This helps you with glowing skin, deeper sleep, and a balanced mood. And all of their stuff is just like super euphoric. It gives you that dose of happy chemicals. Like I said, they have a red light face mask, stimulates collagen, activates glowing skin, reduces fine lines. And they have chill chews, which are these gummies with magnesium and L-theanine in it. It supports stress relief. Basically all the things you need to get your stress down and you can have it stack at all. Get your own today at higherdose.com. You get to use promo code skinny15 at checkout to save 15% off. That's higherdose.com promo code skinny15. Or just go to higherdose.com slash skinny to save 15%. Enjoy. Did you have an easy birth with Cruz? Mm-mm. No. I mean, it wasn't like the worst by any means, but... I got an epidural. It didn't work. They had to take it out, put it back in a couple times. Yeah. Jack said that was (laughs) the hardest part for him to watch, but um, it was still beautiful. I got to watch him come out in the mirrors. (laughs) Well, you've been there, obviously. No, he was on the other side. There was no mirror for him. She pushed me in the corner. Did you push Jack's in the corner or did he get to watch? Oh, I let him watch. And my mom was in the room too, but it was so funny because Jack's was over here on my left side. The nurse was over here on the right side and they're counting and they're off beat. So Jack's is going three and and then the nurse is like three. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Like count on the same pace. Do you love being a mom? Oh, it's the best thing I've ever done in my life. Honestly, like you're such a mom vibe. I bet you're such a good mom. Oh, thank you. I think, I mean, I'm obsessed with my child. <laughs> uh, he's he's literally the best thing I've ever done. And Jax is an amazing father. Like, amazing. Tell us, I, I can tell that too. Tell us, like, tell us things that we don't know about him as a father. He seems like a really good dad. Well, like... Cruz is home with him right now. Like, I don't have to worry about anything at all. He sends me pictures all day. You know, he takes him on two walks a day in his stroller. You know, he plays with him all day long. He's just, he's amazing. It was so funny because he would always say, I won't be home alone with the baby until he's at least like six months or a year old. He was not like that at all. You know, in the beginning, we're scared to walk up the stairs with him or anything like that. But he just came, it just came so naturally for him. And I'm like so impressed with him. And honestly, it makes you love your husband even more whenever you see how good of a father they are. I'm sure you feel the same way. It's just amazing to see him like that because a lot of people haven't seen this side of Jax. And I just hope that they get to one day. (laughs) Morning routine. Who does it? You or Jax? It depends on who is sleeping in a little bit that day. We kind of just like if I had woke up with him like three days in a row, then I'll I'll be like, all right, Jax, it's your turn. And he'll be like, "Okay," And he'll get up and go down. So we're kind of like both of us do it. He sounds like a really good. Oh, yeah. He'll have his breakfast. He'll do everything for him. He's amazing. Oh. I don't have to worry about anything. Are and we switch off or very Do you even. want more or are you done? Oh, no, I want more, 100%. Oh, you want more? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jax, look out. She's ovulating. Oh, he, he knows I want more. We definitely, he wants two. I want three. We'll see how it I goes. brought you some coconut oil lube. Ooh. So you can take it home tonight. You can eat it, lick it, suck it, fuck it. Hell it's yeah. by Woo. And, <laughs> and you guys can make another one. Hey, I'm down. Thank you. <laughs> so after you have the baby, did you approach Jenny Craig? Did they approach you? 
you, how did you decide that you wanted to do this? Because I, I will say it seems like a lot of hard work and dedication and discipline what you've done. You look so good. Thank you. I mean, you told me off air. I don't know if you can say it on air. I gained 60 pounds with Zaza. Oh, yeah. I gained like 70 pounds, maybe <sighs> I think around 70 pounds. You stopped it weighing was, yourself at yeah. some point. Oh, yeah. I was, like, not I, about to weigh. <laughs> was not about to weigh myself. But I did. And I had also gained 20 pounds quarantine weight. So I was like the biggest I ever thought I would be in my entire Like it was it was a lot. They approached me, which I was so honored because a lot of I've seen like comments being like, were you upset that they like asked you to do this? It's like a diet plan. I was like, absolutely not. Like freaking Mariah Carey did this. I am honored. Jenny, like, first, yeah. well, Jenny Craig is iconic. Yes. Valerie Bertinelli. Yes. Her books are so good about losing weight. She was the face of Jenny Craig for yes. a while. Mariah Carey, Oprah was Weight Watchers. Yes, Weight but Watchers. But still, it's still, like... It's it, amazing. It's yeah. amazing. And I grew up like Jenny Craig has been around forever. So growing up as a, a child and stuff, I saw the commercials. I watched them all the time. And I was just like so honored that they wanted it to be me because I was like, well, I'm not like Mariah Carey. <laughs> you know, she's like super icon. But I was just very, 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 very honored. And, and I'm so happy I did it because I lost... I've lost over 30 pounds since the beginning of January. So it's really worked wonders for me. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm very proud of myself. It does take a lot of hard work and dedication. But if you really want to do it, you can do it. How was your lifestyle before Jenny Craig? And how is it different after? So I would say I was a big time snacker. (laughs) I loved snack foods. Me and Jax loved like watch our Netflix or whatever. So I loved eating snack foods. And it would, obviously it took its toll on me and it kept adding up over time. And I think with Jenny Craig, I learned how to do intermittent fasting. And that was a big change for me. Like that's like, you know, you stop eating at seven or eight o'clock. Don't eat again until nine or 10 the next morning. And that also helps you with like weight loss so much. And that right there was a huge change for me. I saw it immediately. And now the more that you do it, you get used to that routine. So I'm not sitting there like wanting a Twix bar at 12 o'clock at night. Yeah, your body doesn't want it. Yeah. Anymore. Like yeah. you really, it really changes you. And then, you know, you, you're, I'm working out so much more. I've just, I've just been so like focused and dedicated. And I put out there to a lot of people that I'm trying to lose weight. So that, you know, that keeps me, that holds me accountable, you know. What's the food? Do you eat their food or can you go out to a restaurant and eat whatever you want? So I mainly eat their food. And a lot of people are like, you don't really eat their food. I'm like, well, how do you think I lost 30 pounds? I didn't get it lipoed. So come on. Of course, I'm doing this. 30 pounds is is a lot Uh, to lose and it's a lot of work. Yes, it is. So I mainly eat their food. But yes, I can go out to eat. You have a coach that you talk to like uh, once a week. And sometimes like if I decide I'm going to go to a restaurant or something that night, I can text her the menu and she can help me figure out what to do. It's all about like portion control and stuff like that as well. So I, I, if you, but if you stick to the plan the most, that's the most weight you're going to lose. Like if you stick to it, like exactly. Can you have alcohol? I'll tell them the days that I want to have alcohol. (laughs) And like I said, my coach will like make it work with me. Obviously to lose weight, you're not going to be drinking that much, but I love my tequila shots. It's a very known thing. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm going to go out, I want to have fun. And, you know, you can still live your life. I think that's very important. And with the Jenny Craig diet, like I still get to have chocolate cake. I still get to have like popcorn and things like that. You know, you're not just like stuck to baked chicken or, you know, like things like that that are very plain and like what's dull. what's your favorite dinner? Like give us exactly what it is. 
Oh, gosh. They have like a pepperoni pizza that's so good. I love that for lunch. Yum. They have like a cheesy chicken and rice bowl that is like so good. They have um, breakfast bowls. They have teriyaki bowls. They have so many different things. So many different snacks, too. They have got like cheese uh, twirls that taste like baked Cheetos. Like they got a lot of good stuff. A Jenny Craig, you need a beer cheese Cheeto. Yes. Yeah, Do Britney's beer cheese. Britney's beer <laughs> cheese Cheeto. Make it low low in fat and skinny so I can eat it after yeah. pregnancy. <laughs> yes. What advice would you have for someone who, like me, my first pregnancy gained a lot of weight and like I was, it took me two years to lose it. What advice would you tell them when it comes to weight loss? I would say it's okay for you to take your time. It didn't happen. I mean, Cruz is already a year old and I'm, you know, still want like to go 10 more pounds down, I'd say. It's okay to take your time. Like, don't be too hard on yourself because what we just did is the most beautiful thing in the world. We created a human being. But also, if you really aren't feeling like yourself, you're not feeling confident, then go for it and just stay dedicated and stay focused. And a lot of times, like if you have a support system, like I've got people supporting me, my coaches, my husband, people on Instagram, like that helps you so much as well to just to stay motivated. So I don't know, just stay motivated, but don't be too hard on yourself either. Because I got deep down and a little dark sometimes in my head thinking about like what people were saying and things like that whenever really I should have focused on how amazing my body is and how amazing my body just made this a beautiful little boy, you know, like I should have focused more on that. And I hope other people are focused on that as well. Those are really good tips. <laughs> you, I feel like, I don't know why I don't know anything about anything, but I feel like you guys are going to come back on our screens. Is it anything that you can announce that's happening? Are you guys recording something? We are fingers crossed, praying, praying, praying that we'll be back soon. Yeah, I need like a little chaos from Jax <laughs> and like your energy, like your charisma mixed together. Oh, yeah. Is it Vanderpump or separate? Separate. Separate. Yes. Okay. Yep. And hopefully we get to meet the baby or no? Yes. Okay. Yes. So something's maybe brewing. Yes, something's maybe brewing. I can't say 100% because you never know what will happen. We're in the very beginning stages, but we are filming stuff and we are getting there. So knock on wood. <laughs> and what are you guys, are you guys working on anything else that maybe your cheese <laughs> that you think is going to come up soon? Is um, there anything brewing that's not TV? Well, Jax uh, was working on a children's book, so that should be out soon. Yes. That he, is such a good idea. Yeah. It's about like his, how his father passed away. So it's kind of like talking to your grandfather and things that like your, your dad taught you type book. So that'll be like super, super cute. So that'll be coming out soon for Jax. And then, you know me, I'm just going to be on Jenny Craig commercials. <laughs> Jenny Craig commercials. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen your commercial. Yeah. So it's like me high-fiving myself. It's kind of cool because it's like every stage. And then I'm going to shoot another part of the commercial in July. So it'll be three me's <laughs> in the commercial talking to myself. Wait, will you DM that to me? That's yes. cute. Maybe we can like put the background of the commercial. Oh, it's 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 cute. It's really fun. So that, then they're going to film another one of you high-fiving yes. you. Yeah. So it was like, Cute. it was like when I first started in January, like the day before I started the program, I did the first shoot. And then the second shoot I filmed the beginning of April. So then the third one will be in July whenever I lose even more weight. So it's like, you know, Those three, stages. three stages. Yeah. Cool. Congratulations, Brittany. Thanks. That's a big deal. I mean, your, your trajectory is incredible. That's really rad badass to have a Jenny Craig commercial. Yeah. I was like super, super happy. I mean, it was fun. 
I need a Jenny Craig commercial after this pregnancy. <laughs> well, you look great. I don't think you're going to have issues like I did. Thank you. That's very, very nice. I'll take I'll take all the compliments, Michael, just so you know I'm right now. I'm going to keep Brittany around point. so that I can. I need all the compliments that I can get. Where can everyone find you? Pimp yourself out. Okay. Where can we follow you? I know a lot of people probably already follow you. Give us all the details. My Instagram is at Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y. And Twitter's B-N Cartwright. And which I don't really do Twitter. TikTok, which I need to get on, is just at Brittany Cartwright. So I gotta I gotta step up my TikTok game, but but Instagram is my favorite right Pretty now. Pretty bossy that you just <laughs> that you have just Brittany. Yeah, I know. I couldn't believe it. It was very uh, crazy that I was able to get that. Yeah. One day, Zaza, our daughter, will be at a bar in Las Vegas, and Cruz will come up to her oh, and yes. leave his date in the bathroom, <laughs> and who knows what will happen. No, no, no. We're 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 gonna be we're gonna be off somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Probably five hundred acres. We're going somewhere. to Kentucky. Yeah, going Are y'all to wanting to move? No, we, well, we did. We did move. We live we in Texas. Move. We live in Texas. Oh, um, but amazing. We, we split time, but no, we did move because I think. For us, we were kind of like going the opposite way. We wanted to go more nature. Yeah, it sounds like we we the... kind of were on the same vibe as you guys. Sound like you're feeling towards yeah. Too. Like Jax is definitely sick of LA. oh, Jax is so over LA. I mean, I've been here for seven years now, but he's been here for fifteen plus, and he's just kind of over it. Especially now that we have the baby, he wants him to be able to go play, and you know, we you know. I we love being it. able yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> I love being able to visit here, work here, do yes. some of the stuff you know, fun. But I think for children. Like, this is a tough city. Exactly. Because it's not, you know, you don't have as much open space. And also, I'm just going to be honest, it's dangerous here right now. Yeah, it right? is dangerous so, like, right I now. I would never put my kid out here running around, you know, like you can where we are. Yeah, even just like pushing the stroller around the block and stuff, like you get scared because there's been so many things happen recently with moms pushing their strollers yeah. and it's terrifying. I hope it gets better. I hope it gets better, too. I think that you and Jax should totally look in Austin, Texas. Oh, I looking, love Austin. Yeah, I feel like you'd like it. But maybe we should just move to Kentucky to take Zaza <laughs> away. Yeah, we'll go so, to the As castle. soon as she's able to get online and get on the internet, we're just going to keep moving further and further. <laughs> yeah. into the, yeah. Like no Wi-Fi. There's no Wi-Fi at the farm where I'm from. So it's like you have to stand in a certain spot on the top of the hill, like with your phone up in the air to get Wi-Fi. There's so. something really <laughs> nice about that, though. Yes. Right? It no, is. It's refreshing. It's not nice to like take yes. a step back sometimes it's it's good my yeah. family's awesome it's charming it's, <laughs> yeah it, there's something so nice about it you can see the stars at night oh my god imagine <laughs> that you can see the stars you can eat beer cheese you can wear hooters tights yes. i want to go get me get me to kentucky <laughs> oh come on girl Brittany. thank you so much for coming on you're absolutely adorable thanks for having me thank had you, fun with you guys come back on with jacks yes. we want to i want to interview you guys together but almost separate on the way you guys met i feel like there's more to the story that we can pull out of him. Oh, Jax will definitely focus on the fact that he was on a date with a girl. So be ready for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Thank you, guys. Wait, don't go. If you're a teacher or you know a teacher, make sure you let me know if you need to clear the list on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostick. All you have to do is give me the link to your list on at Lauren Bostick and tell me about yourself. Tell me about how you're a teacher. What grade do you teach? Tell me all the things. And on that note, make sure you follow at Brittany on Instagram and we will see you next time. The episode next time is going to blow 